All right. Before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. All of the lights. What's up, guys? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, and we're kicking off episode three we are fresh off the ferry we took the ferry to our recording studio today so that was wonderful we're captains it's fine i mean you take the ferry to work all the time i do this is true this is true there's just something really special about being on the water to start and end your day it's gotten us off on a really great foot <laughs> it has for the has. end of a long work day at our real jobs. I was about to say a long work week, but you want to know the sad thing? It's Tuesday. It's it, but let's <laughs> but let's forget about Tuesday. Back we're, to the ferry. We're back on the ferry. We're pretending it's we're Sunday right now. It's it's football Sunday. That's the kind of mindset we're in. It's true. So we just got off the ferry, which was a lovely way to kick off the recording. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And it made me think of whether or not we should start to include like boat sports in this podcast. Like, are Is there... that why you wrote this next note down? Yeah, I wrote regatta facts, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> I definitely have a question mark. What are, what are you thinking about that? Well, like, are there sailing topics we should talk about? Mm. I know there's like uh, this sailing event that just started last year in New York City for like speed race. Boat oh, yeah, racing. I saw those actually. I saw those. I know. I Those are some wonky looking boats out there. I mean, I don't know how they work. I don't know what the competition is, but maybe we should find out. Sounds like we should. When there are more races. And between that and what are those races that are in um, San Francisco? The ones with the boats that go around Alcatraz. I don't. I don't know. Maybe we should do a whole episode about. We should just boat debunk racing. sailing in general. Competitive, extreme sailing, extreme sailing across the world. I feel like the people in New Zealand are all-star sailors, and we don't know anything about them. All right, I like this. Okay, okay. extreme sailing coming yeah. to an episode soon. Yeah, coming to an episode soon, inspired by our ride on the new york city ferry you so should ride on the boat more often you have great ideas on there i know it's all the fresh air going to my head <laughs> <laughs> so we had a great trip in and we also um we were down at pier six on the water There's earlier this week water theme today there, there's a pier water theme because we were shooting our promo photos weren't we michelle we were we look pretty good what do we do? Can you just tell everyone uh, what we did? Because this is going to make you cringe. It is. Just... It is. It, oh, my God. It, I am cringing. No. We, we we did bring many costumes. Yes. Picture, just picture two gals strolling along the pier in Brooklyn. Mind you, in New York, it's still like a solid 75 degrees, which means New Yorkers and people are still absolutely outside. Oh, yeah. Enjoying cocktails, oysters, just being outside. Pan to two gals just cruising around with bags full of sports jerseys Everything. and hats and gear and gloves. Oh and my god, bats I was and... I was cringing yesterday. I was really trying hard to be like, no one's paying attention to us, even though they definitely were. 
But Kate and I did like three or four different outfit changes. We cruised down by the pier. We got lots of content. You know how much we love content. We do. We do love content. So we've got a bunch of it coming to Instagram soon. Yeah, I mean... Although we have faces for radio, our photos looked really good. I, I think thought. our photos look great. One day we'll be signing autographs on them. I sure hope so. But we took some lovely New York skyline photos down at Pier 6. Overall, wonderful start to our week. Not to mention, if I do say so myself, actually sports related, considering this is a sports podcast. Fact. I let's just start with talking about fantasy. Can we just get it out of our system? No, we have to. I mean, here's the thing. Like, it's football season, so there's always going to be something about football and something about fantasy from now until February. So deal with it. We have to talk about it. Have to. You had a pretty good week, I think. Well, do you... I was semi-distracted, but you were definitely texting me over the weekend with some big numbers. Uh, As I always do, just (laughs) constantly... Hitting you up with Barrages. everything that's going on on my fantasy lineup. I'm with it. Yes, I had a hell of a week. I was playing Julio. Hello, Julio, if you're listening. And Julio is ranked number two in our league of 14. 3-0. and No big deal. NBD. You know what I went and did, Michelle? <laughs> oh. Before Thursday. What'd you do? I streamed a new defense. Yes. Yes. And would you like to know how my defense did last week? I'd love to. This is fantastic. So Julio probably listened to the podcast considering he streamed the Colts defense. Ooh, which was my recommendation. So I apologize to Julio and anyone else because I went and picked Indy D up. Mm -hmm. Did not really pan out as I hoped. It sure didn't. No, did not. But you know who did pan out? (laughs) The Texans. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How many points you land? 16 or 17? 17. That's good. good. Yeah. So that was a really great start to my week. Between that and I was waiting for the Browns to kind of catch fire this season, finally, because their first couple weeks they were looking like back and forth with OBJ and Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah, and I decided to sit Baker this week, and Baker did pretty good. Nick Chubb had 44 points. Woo! 44 points. Animal. Yeah. I mean. All right. So you're two and two? Are you two and two? I am two and two. I have a one game winning streak. I am now number eight in our league. I've moved up the ranking one point. So I'm on an upward trajectory. This is this is good news for you. I'm on a downward trajectory in our league. I'm oh, one. No. I'm one in three. What happened? Uh, what did happen? What happened? Uh, my my. I don't know. What did? I don't know. I like. Here, I this, here's like a pro. Here's a pro tip, or maybe I'm not really a pro, but pro tip. Don't sign up for more than one fantasy league. It's really distracting. Oh yeah. So it's like it's in a very and, good and point. so in in our league, I'm one in three. Oh, I here. Wait, my brain just turned on. Pro tip, don't sign up for more than one fantasy league. It really messes with your brain. Mm. Two, I'm one in three in our league, and I lost because I played against the Patriots defense, which was like bananas. I think oh. I think there I think the girl that I was playing, the de- her defense alone, the Patriots, like outscored half my offensive players. Oh, that's a bummer. So we were like kind of like even all through. But her defense blew mine away. So props for the Patriots defense because they were it was insane this weekend. But the upside is in my other league, I'm four and Well, there you go. So, so that you know, there's yeah, time. I, I'm spending time on both, but it's like, you know, sometimes I get a little 
sometimes I get to one team first and I do something and I forget about the other one. So yeah. it's hard having two, but I'm pretty happy that I'm 4-0 in my other league. Well, I, now I have like 10 million things to say. Can I just like get them all off my get chest? Get please, because we don't want them sitting there for the rest Thank of the episode. Thank you. While we're talking about defenses, <laughs> last night, great game, Monday Night Football. Oh my the God. The 0-3 Bengals against the 0-3 Steelers. Never thought I'd see the day the Steelers were 0-3 to start off a season. It's been over a decade, Oof. poor Tomlin looked like a wreck on the sideline. I mean, it's only going to get worse. Bags under his eyes. The <laughs> poor guy doesn't know what to do with himself. So first and foremost, that was... Wait, what was that final score? Oh. Wait, I got to look this up. I fell asleep before the end, as I as I always do. Oh, the... that's, that's adorable. It was 27 like to, three. to 3. Yeah. 27 to 3. 27 wow. to 3. Quite the showing. And actually, like, most of the games this week were pretty high scoring. There were a lot of... Like up, upsets and kind of like holy shit moments. Like you were just talking about Cleveland. Like Cleveland won forty to twenty five over over Baltimore. Like that's a big win. I know that's there, a big big win right there. Well, right now too, if we're talking about big wins, we have there are only three three and O teams left right now in the league. So of course we have the Patriots. Duh. Michelle's pointing at herself like because... I'm a Patriot, but you know it's fine. <laughs> but you basically are. Honorary. No, they're so they're four and zero. The Patriots are four and zero. Okay. The Chiefs are four and zero, but actually I was just looking at that too. The Chiefs won, but they squeaked it out. They only won by four over Detroit. Mm-hmm. So thirty to thirty four. So that was a close one. Yep. I think those are the only two teams that are four and zero right now. Is it not the? Did the 49ers lose this week? Oh, they had a bye this week. They're 3-0. We're going to get to buys. Ah, oh, shoot. Is that going to be at the stardom sit at the end? Yes. Wow. Well, that's a great window into the rest of the episode because we have a couple things for you guys today. We're doing, of course, our weekly huddle, which is our headlines of the week. We have two big topics, one on the NBA and one on trading across all sports, mm. mainly the big four. And then we are wrapping up with our Stardom Sidem recap before we go into week five. Love so, it. and we have bye weeks. So, things to remember bye weeks mm-hmm. coming at you. Okay. So, we'll touch on fantasy later. Is there anything else you wanted to let the people know uh, between your two fantasy leagues? Oh, PPR, yeah. non PPR. Yeah, yeah. A great shout out. So, it seems as though we're, we're doing pretty good with the, uh, the definitions and people are actually picking picking up on the definitions and using them in their regular life. I am. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> I take for granted the fact that you and I just keep throwing around PPR like everybody knows what that means. I know. I forget that people don't know what that means, although I will say between non-PPR, PPR, and half PPR, <laughs> it can get confusing, and then you have this league and that league and who's doing well and who's not, so I understand the confusion. Would you like to let the people know? Yes, I would. Okay. What? P- PPR stands for points per reception. So yes, different fantasy leagues can be run in different ways. Some leagues are PPR, some are non-PPR. I happen to prefer PPR leagues because I like that you get a point per reception. I think that most people prefer PPR leagues. Now, there's this other thing that happens, and this happens in the league that you and I play in, is it's non-PPR. So if my guy catches a ball, I don't get a point for that, but there's bonus points depending on how many yards he goes for. 
So it just depends. Like, I like the, like, oh, he caught one, one point. Oh, he caught one, one point. Like, yeah. I like that because I'm a psycho. Other people probably are, like, I want someone that's going to catch the ball for, like, 80 yards, you know, on one play, and then I get a bonus, blah, blah, blah. I want the PPR. I want that extra catch. Well, isn't non-PPR also highly contingent on touchdowns? Touchdowns, yardage, like, yeah. I mean, so you could you could have a guy that maybe has just, like, a, one big play and scores a touchdown, and you'll do well, right. versus in PPR. It, PPR does is really good for, obviously, the wide receivers who are the ones catching most of the balls. Right. But really good and something to think about with your running backs as well because, for instance, the Patriots have a lot of people that they throw no, the ball to. You Michelle know, mentions the it's Patriots. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> but the Patriots do a lot of um, uh, like short throws yeah. to the running backs. So even though like they're just picking up a couple yards here and there, maybe they don't like break out for a big you know run each time or what have you, but – they do get a point every time they catch the ball. So consistency is key sometimes with that's, those leagues. That's PPR. Now, as we talk about it through the rest of these weeks, everyone will know what it means. I love that. Thank you for setting the record straight. That's what I'm here for. We're happy that you guys now know what PPR versus non-PPR is. So I think with that, let's get into the episode. The huddle. Time for the weekly huddle, where as everyone knows, we run through the biggest headlines of the week in 60 seconds. Yes, we do. But usually more because we just get really excited and want to keep talking and we don't just read the headlines. We just keep talking through them. It's fine. We're going to keep trying our best. We're going to keep trying our best, and we're bringing these to you guys a little earlier this week. We're bringing you them, these, these to you on a Thursday. These them to you. These them to you. E.T. phone home on a Thursday instead of a Friday. So that's, you'll get your news headlines a little earlier this week than Just normal. trying something a little different, you know? Like, basically, you get news headlines all the time. We start doing them Friday. We're trying to get to you a little earlier just gonna see how it goes dropping this on a thursday it's not gonna hurt but that being said kate's got her stopwatch as she does it's around my neck right now (laughs) she's ready (laughs) she's ready for the races and she's gonna kick us off this week kate three two one prayer hands for Kyrie, who has a face fracture after catching an elbow in practice ouch he has a mask on Daniel Jones and the Giants have been trying to trademark the nickname Danny Dimes after his performance in Tampa Bay, but two other New Yorkers have beat him to the punch. (laughs) NBA preseason started up last night and will run until October 18th. Draft Kings, not to be confused with us, the Draft Queens, was named the first official daily fantasy sport partner of the NFL. Wow, that's a mouthful. The NHL season kicks off this week and early predictions have the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. This is a fun one. A walking beer vendor was arrested Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami for charging a fan $724 for two beers. I don't even understand how that happened. The Patriots, Chiefs, and 49ers are the last three remaining undefeated NFL teams. Aaron Judge of the Yankees had the most popular MLB jersey in 2019. Oh! Oh, We we were close. (laughs) 
One of these days we're going to get it. Why can't we get through the headlines? I definitely made a comment. On, because as I'm reading them, like, I just can't. I don't know why I can't just stop at oh, the end of it. Oh, we have two more Read left the, no, again. These are, no, this next one's amazing. So you, the, the next two are amazing. They're, they're not to be missed. Maybe we have to do 75 seconds. Every we're going to just we'll, we'll say. How do we talk about Should I speed up our voices? No, no. But you should read these next two. Okay, fine. Yeah, they are really good ones. These are great. Did you read Aaron Judge? I did. That's a really important one. Of course it is. There's also a Korean golfer named Bio Kim who collected a striking three-year suspension for making obscene gestures, quote-unquote, to fans during a golf tournament last weekend in South Korea. I mean, bless him, because golf is just like, I don't, I would lose my mind every other hole on <laughs> golf. So like, bless him for, I don't, I don't know. Three years seems pretty hefty, sir. I feel bad for him. It must have been a really obscene gesture. Well, but that was an important headline. So. And then last but not least, this is, this is important. Everybody should know this. The Sacramento Kings are making a 20 hour trip to India where some of the first NBA games in the preseason will be played there, which is super cool. How are they getting there, you might be wondering? Drake is just lending them his private jet. I will say, if you haven't seen Drake's private jet with Drake's face on the side of Drake's private jet... That's not true. I have to Google this. I think that this is maybe one of the more obscene things that I've ever seen, especially... Are you sure his face is on it? I'm positive. Stop I'm positive. Stop it. He does a whole... It's like an MTV crib segment, but for his plane. Air Drake. Yeah, Air Drake. That's it. Doesn't wow. it have a big picture of his face on it? I don't it? see his face on it, but it definitely does say Air Drake, and it's got his like, yeah. It's got his owl. It's not on the wing or anything, though. Yeah, it is. Is it? Why am I not seeing this? It's Wait. on the top back wing. Those oh, are it's prayer hands. hands. Those are prayer hands. Speaking of Kyrie getting an elbow to the face, prayer hands. Also, Air Drake prayer hands. Well, the Golden State Warriors will be uh, taking a little ride on that. Oh, the Sacramento Kings. Right? Or the Sa- I'm sorry, the Sacramento Kings will be taking a little ride it's okay. on that. It would probably make more sense if it were the... I don't know why that's where my head went, but... Is Thanks, he from Drake. Sacramento? No, no he's, he's from, from Canada. He's from Canada. Oh, God, I'm confused with this week's headlines. He's just being a nice guy. You Thanks, know, Drake. I, a- could, I, I fly. I'm, I'm going places. Can I have your plane? <laughs> he's, a, he's Canadian. He's a nice guy. Maybe he'll lend it to you. Yeah, you never know. Maybe he's listening and... He's feeling extra generous. I'm sure he is. Well, that's this week for the weekly huddle. Hut, hut, hike. All right. So in our weekly huddle, we mentioned that NBA preseason has kicked off. It has just this week, if I'm not mistaken. There's a, there has been a ton of so they do like something that's so interesting, and I never really thought about this is like the there's always like press weeks, and I don't mean like press week in the traditional sense where they're just like doing interviews and stuff. Yeah, they're also capturing like a ton of content, content. Um, where they're doing like all their photo shoots to be used in like trade magazines or in oh, like 
I saw in the, the stadiums, like theirs. Okay, yes, I so, saw some of those. So yeah, I mean, anytime you go to a game, they flash all those different photos. They have all that kind of stuff. That so they they, they there was photos that have been surfacing over the last few weeks with mm. you know a lot of the guys like in their new uniforms, which Zion. we're going to talk about. And exactly, so that started to slow and steady roll out. People get all excited about seeing you know obviously new players, new uniforms. Yes, there's always a ton of buzz around like what sneakers people are wearing because we all know that oh, like you're a sneakerhead sneakerhead so. over here gets really excited like there's always some kind of cool new shoe or whatever that they're wearing or just like whatever throwing it back to like the old jordans that's awesome too it's fine and good exactly so those started to surface um games are kicking off um and as kate mentioned i think in the in the huddle um preseason will run until october 18th until the season properly kicks off. Mm -hmm. So one of the topics that we're going to look at this week um, is some key NBA roster updates for 2020. Great. And I think we're doing this because we want to talk NBA as they're starting their press tours, as they're doing their press photos, as they're kicking off preseason. This isn't necessarily our NBA episode and we will have in the next couple weeks an NBA and college basketball episode. So for any of you basketball fans out there, college or professional alike, we'll have a full episode on that. So there'll be plenty more basketball to talk where we're talking to some, some friends of ours who may come on and uh, give us a little bit more of a deep dive on, on the season. But we wanted to at least run through some of the, the roster moves that have happened over the off season just yeah. so you know you know who's where who's not there and and who these people are what to you, look for if you don't follow basketball like who the the free agents are who are tossing around or who's moving to what team just a general glossary of players and where they're at and where they're moving exactly so we're gonna cherry pick a few teams there's there's obviously many close to 30. Um, we're not going to go through every single one of those. <laughs> Thankfully. Uh, but we'll run through a couple just where there were some movers and shakers just so uh, yeah. you're up to speed on who's playing where this year. I would love the rundown, Michelle. So let's start with the Brooklyn Nets because we're in Brooklyn. Oh, yay. You're starting with the Nets. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not how I listed it, but let's do it. I mean, we're about a, just to give you guys a sense of where we're at in the world, <laughs> we're about a 15 minute walk from Barclays. So that's why we got to start with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, we're we're Brooklyn tried and true. Exactly. And Michelle is wearing a Brooklyn shirt right oh, now. Oh yeah, fact. A Very black true. on black Brooklyn t-shirt. Super on brand. I love that actually. Super on brand. It just like caught my eye as I said Brooklyn. I was like, Brooklyn. whoa, am I reading or speaking that? It's so. kind of fun because like, I n- I mean I'm not. I will say I'm not. I don't follow basketball like a ton. When I grew up, I was a I was a Knicks fan because uh-huh. you know Patrick Ewing, John Starks. That was those were the days. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of like tapered off. Didn't really watch basketball anymore. But now I don't know. As we're talking about this and like being in Brooklyn, talking about people like Kyrie and KD, like mm-hmm. super fun. They're like breathing new life into the into the team. Yeah, and those are like the two important key additions too. Those are two super key additions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that's interesting is like. Last year, as we're you know talking about breathing new life into this team, um, they made it to the playoffs. They lost in the first round to the Sixers, but like had a great season. Good for the Sixers getting to the playoffs, but we'll touch on that a different day. Exactly, <laughs> and yeah, so so the Nets had a great season last season. Made it to the first round of playoffs. Sadly, did not make it out of the first round. Okay, um, but they did have two really big off season 
um, additions with KD and Kyrie. Yes. We talked about Kyrie. He got hit in the face. I think he'll be fine. It's okay. He'll have to wear a mask. Those things are hilarious. I love those things. And they're actually like pretty badass in some senses. So I feel like if anyone can rock a face mask, it's Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, will be, he'll be he'll be good. Yes. So we're excited about Kyrie. We've talked about Kevin Durant in a couple of other episodes because, as we said, pictures and everything started to surface of him in his Brooklyn uniform. Mm. But we also know that he's still recovering from an injury. Yes. So that's more of a long haul thing, but still, really good for the the rebuilding, you know, and the revitalization as the Nets continue to kind of yes pump some pump some more people into there and for those of you who are sitting there like who is KD that every time we say KD that's Kevin Durant and there's a number of different basketball players who go by acronyms or shortened names so we'll call those out for you but Kevin Durant is KD exactly so those are two of many there's a couple other free agents and trades that you know sort of happen but those are the two key ones to keep in mind for the nets for this year okay love that let's go to the other coast to the la lakers yeah um this will definitely become a reoccurring trend on this podcast as basketball season um picks up i can't stand lebron james i can respect the game but as a as a player, I can respect LeBron. Okay. You know, Let's ooh, leave it at that. That's fine. I just had a great idea. We'll, we'll write this down and do another episode. When <laughs> my brain is like spinning on this, when LeBron, you know, changed teams and did the whole like announcement and the decision and like did the TV thing to tell everybody that he when was he going to my heat. Couldn't do it. Uh, like after that, I lost <laughs> it. I was like, dude. Do you know how many people have been free agents or have been traded or have moved teams? But he's LeBron James, Michelle. I know, but that was just too much for me. It was too much. The decision. Ugh. It was like the it was like the fucking presidential election. <laughs> like and we can do a whole other segment on that sometime. Yes. yes, we'll have to. And I'd also be curious to hear what listeners think as someone who's not who's on the fence, I think, about LeBron. I think I respect the game and I know that right. he's an excellent player and one right. of the best of all time. Right. So I sit in the middle of it between he, him being pompous and arrogant versus being just like a really fucking exactly good player. exactly there's so. there, i'm personally that the decision thing totally threw me through loop. I was like, <laughs> no way man okay too much. i'd be curious what listeners think so, but yeah. anyway who who else are we looking at for the lakers so lebron is on the lakers now everyone was all like stoked about it last year note to self they didn't even make the playoffs mm. so there you know there's a lot of conversation similar to what you were just saying like you know, where he's been in a circumstance where he's like surrounded by other great players. And so like that helps elevate the team and win, i.e. the stuff that happened in Miami and stuff. Sure. But there's also a lot of people that are just like, well, all we need is LeBron and we'll just win by ourselves. I'm like, man, that's not really fair. Like you you, you need yeah. to like build some stuff around. So in the off season, um, the Lakers picked up Anthony Davis, who wait, I'm pull- I, I believe that <laughs> I believe that he also goes by the name the Brow, and I just don't want to mess this up. The Brow, the Brow, like unibrow, exactly. Really, Anthony Davis also go- goes by the Brow. Oh, that is an epic, epic nickname, nickname, epic nickname. So he was he was picked up in a trade. Lots of people starting to stir and get excited about that. Because again, like you bring in LeBron, you think, oh, well, we have LeBron, so we'll just win everything. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, there's other people on the court. So mm-hmm. bringing in Anthony Davis should be a pretty big, uh, you know, a pretty big offseason pickup for the Lakers. Of, of 
basketball. Excellent. Exactly. Wonderful. Exactly. So keep an eye on that one. I think a lot of people are really excited to see um, how those two play together in L.A. And of course, there's always a big spotlight. It's L.A. It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's Hollywood. Dwight Howard. It's Hollywood. Also, and I mean, that's a pretty epic lineup. Exactly. So keep your eye. Now, you know, we've, we've covered the East Coast. We've covered the West Coast. Yeah, and I'd also, I mean, I, I, I'm curious how they'll do another year without Lonzo Ball, considering all the spotlight the balls have gotten over the last couple of years. Curious how that'll go for the Lakers. So we'll just have to see. But yes, we've covered both coasts. Who else do you have for us, Michelle? Let's see. Let, let's pop around a little bit more. Let's, uh, let's go to, how about, how about Houston? The Rockets. The Houston Rockets. Um, so last year they made it all the way to the conference semifinals and lost to the Warriors. This has been going on, you know, th- these two teams have faced off a few times in yeah. the last few years. And honestly, those games are just unreal to watch. Like, yeah. Between like Harden and Steph Curry, like those two teams are just really, really awesome to watch. Yeah. Key addition for the Rockets this year acquired from a trade is Russell Westbrook. Um, so yes. that's a, that's going to be a really, you know, interesting pickup for them. I think, I think I read this right um, in one in one of like the first um, preseason games, n- not specifically related to Russell um, Westbrook, but you know James Harden picking up where he left off last yes. season. So like team captain, that guy's freaking amazing. He also has like the most well manicured beard. Truly, of any, an epic. I think of any beard. sports player. I was gonna say basketball player, oh, but I feel like that's that's it. another episode. I mean, we're we're approaching November, which would be perfect for Ooh, a Movember. For November. Episode. It's true. We can do a proper review of uh, Mr. Harden's beard. <laughs> of um, sports facial hair. Sp- yeah, exactly. Like, why not? We'll because, get there. you know, but again, this is another, like, this is another duo that people are, you know, really excited about. Part of this trade, um, on the other side of this trade, I should yep. say, um, the Rockets got rid of Chris Paul, who went to the Thunder. And they picked, you know, they got Russell Westbrook. So again, really interesting one-two punch with these two guys. So be, yeah. uh, be on the lookout for that one. Not to mention the Rockets have been good for as long as I can remember. The days when Yao Ming was on the Rockets. I mean. Shout out to Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, there's just like. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to say that. I know. It just felt right. <laughs> it <does laughs> it just right. felt right. I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of feel like I wanted to say it. Well, they've just been good since forever, so we'll see what they have in store this year. Let's see. What other things do we have in here? I'm kind of just bouncing all over the place and, and, and seeing what we got here. We were talking about the Philadelphia 76ers before. Yes, we were. So they made it to the conference semifinals and lost to the Raptors, which, like, holy shit, Raptors making a run last year. We can, yeah. talk, we can talk about them after. Um, the So the Raptors picked up um, Al Horford, who was on the Celtics last year. He was a free agent. He's awesome. I love him. Sad for the Celtics to lose him, but uh, good pickup for um, the 76ers. And then it also looks like J.J. Redick left the 76ers, which honestly, some of, the ba- some of the basketball that I watched last year towards the end, I was just amazed. Like, J.J. Redick's been around forever. He's been in the league for almost a decade. I was watching some of his press cycle the other day or the other night, and I think he's been in the league for a decade wow. at this point. He comes from Duke, and who else is coming from Duke and joining the Pelicans? Zion Williamson. Oh, Zion. So the Duke one-two punch, even though they're 10 years apart, Zion, for those of you who don't know him, is also coming from a big career at Duke and is one of the, if not the most valuable player coming out of the college circuit this year. Definitely the most talked about. Definitely the most talked about. He blew out a sneaker. 
He did do that. Did the, you a whole? Do you even know that was possible? He blew out the whole back of his sneaker. Yeah, you're, blew it out. Yeah, he's blew it out. But he really is. He's an incredible player. And between him and I think I think JJ went to the Pelicans too. You're right. right. So I'm looking at it. So this is so funny because like the New Orleans Pelicans, I like I didn't even know that was a team to be honest with you. <laughs> so well, I think they're about to be revitalized. So we're we'll familiarize like I mean, yeah, they're they're going hard to uh, to revitalize. So yeah, watch out for. I mean, we should we should do a little breakdown um as the season kicks off on zion because he's just such an such an enigma and will be so interesting to watch in his rookie year we should we should be we will be tracking him throughout the year but you're right we've got you, you know that's the the pelicans that's their biggest um you know off-season pickup as uh as you know draft pick yeah the, the number one draft pick that they picked up there well speaking of all these teams i think that pretty much rounds out at least a beginning of our nba roster updates for the beginning of the 2020 season. Maybe we'll do some more roster updates next week too, since we know like preseason will yeah. be preseason will be running for like we said almost two weeks. So we covered a couple teams here, but we can jump into a couple more next week again, just so you uh, know where to look for who. Yes. And now we all know that there's a team called the New Orleans Pelicans, which I did not know. Thank God we know. <laughs> okay, Michelle. I think speaking of all these trades, departures, and acquisitions. Let's get into a full segment on trading. I love it. Let's get it going. We just got off of a whole segment about NBA and trades and movement back and forth. Yep. I'm thinking that we should talk about trading across the big four. I like it. For this segment. So I like it. That's the MLB, the NBA, the NHL, and the NFL. So what do we what do we want to talk about? Well, I was thinking about it because I knew we were doing that NBA segment, or you was you were doing that NBA topic this week. Obviously, there's a ton going on in the NFL right now mm-hmm. between fantasy trading and then also trades in real life that are happening. So obviously there are a couple of teams that aren't looking so hot this year. And I know that the, obviously the dolphins, the poor, poor, poor dolphins, dolphins are 0-4. They're still looking like trash, garbage, dumpster fire. And also we have teams like the Jags who kind of got like a rough start to the year, you know, um, having your starting quarterback injured right out of the gate and then bringing in Gardner Minshew. We as will your- talk about later. But having that ambivalence going into the season mm-hmm. is usually what shakes players up to want to be traded. And we've talked we talked about it in our first episode yep. when Antonio Brown was the talk of the town a couple weeks ago. Yep. And I figured there are just some trades happening right now between Jalen Ramsey, Jonathan Cyprian that I wanted to talk about, like what's relevant and then what a trade actually is. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple players who are our highlights this week at the very least. I know that Jalen Ramsey, if, you, if you've heard the name, it's probably because he's been trying to get traded since the first minute of the season mm. this year. And he is a cornerback for the Jags. He's, he was drafted fifth overall in the 2016 draft. And some people are speculating that he's feigning his injuries and perhaps trying to stay out of playing and practicing in an effort to get traded. And is it it working? Are they trading him? So the news headlines today, as of Tuesday, October 1st is 
the Jaguars won't trade him. Interesting. I think they're sitting on him in an effort to say, F you for trying to get traded. We're keeping you. We want you on the team. You're the best quarterback in the league. Talk about your all-time backfires. I know. So he's just sitting there trying to get traded. He's outspokenly talked about wanting to get traded in a number of different forums. So he's one hot topic right now. The other hot player of the moment who is allegedly, but no longer allegedly, trying to get traded is Jonathan Cyprian. Also... On the Jags, he's their starting strong safety. I don't know what's going on with the Jags that people what's are all trying to Jags, get out yeah, of there. Jags defense. Everyone's everyone was talking high on the Jags defense. Jags defense uh, early in the season, but if people start dropping like flies, that's not going to bode well for that's them. It's not going to bode well, and it mm-hmm. can't all sit on the offense with Minshew at the helm. So, uh, as of today, the Atlanta Falcons traded their linebacker Duke Riley and their 2026 round draft pick to the Eagles for Cyprian. Interesting. See, this is why we have to talk about trades, because that's confusing. That's exactly why we want to talk about trades. And if we're thinking about the traditional definition of trading, quote from our friends at dictionary.com, thank you, the action of buying and selling goods and services. Takes us way back. Exactly. Way back. Bartering for years. The Oregon Trail, arriving at the Plymouth Rock. It's been, yeah, we've been tra- the, trades have existed in one way, shape, or Just form. Just laugh at my jokes, please. Forever. <laughs> Forever. So we all you know. Need to, you need to break it down how it works in sports, though, because there's definitely some nuance. It's not, it's not super cut and dry. It can be, but a lot of times it's not. And there are three big ways that trading can happen. Okay. So. It can be in exchange for a dollar amount. Okay. It can be in exchange for another player or players. And, or it can be in exchange for a draft pick. So that's sort of... Okay. And you see all sorts of combinations. So for this Jonathan Cyprian example... Yeah, exactly. Not only are they trading for a linebacker, but they're also trading for a six-round draft pick in the NFL draft. That's wild. So we'll get to that a little bit later, but just those are the three ways that you can you okay. can trade and, and exchange funds and, and, and human people. resources. <laughs> and human resources, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there's four different sports, the big four that I mentioned earlier. In each of these four major leagues, there are basically – They each have drafts Mm -hmm. where you get a certain draft pick in line to acquire a certain person. Based on how your team performed in the prior year. Correct. Right? Okay. So every every year, each league has drafts. Most of those people are coming, obviously, from college. Correct. So, you know, we were talking about Zion that, you know, for, for coming from the NCAA up to the NBA in a draft, so on and so forth. Okay. Makes, yes. makes sense. And, that, and that's determined by the performance of your team in the prior year. That's exactly right. So if you have... It's a little bit counterintuitive. So in some leagues, like the NFL, namely, if you have an excellent season, you're sometimes flipped on your head where you have a lower draft pick. Right. And then at the same time, if you have a horrible season, that usually affords you a higher draft pick. Exactly. And the thinking being the teams that are better have better players to trade away sometimes at that point. Or just have like a better 
team and system and resources. I mean, yeah, and- like I mean, they they might have more depth on their on their bench, and so you know, you you would think that you would get rewarded, but really your reward is winning. Yes, but it doesn't mean that you're going to win and get a big draft pick. Correct. You got to kind of like help help some people out. Exactly. So yeah. if you get the shine for winning the Super Bowl, you're probably going to get the last draft pick. There you go. Unless. And this is just opening it up to a whole different echelon of nuance. But if you have previous trades that you made in prior years to get ahead in future drafts, mm-hmm. so right oh, now, I see. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, the Jags are trading away for a 2020 draft pick, so they're setting themselves up for success in future years. And you can do that, I think, for. I don't know how many years ahead, but at least the year ahead that you can kind of like plan your future. That's interesting. Yeah. So point being, that's sort of how trading and draft picks are set up when you're acquiring new players who are out of college or sometimes out of high school. The other thing to keep in mind is that some teams, and we're talking about the Dolphins, but my favorite example, and if you, we should do a whole segment on this, but my favorite example of just totally tossing seasons to try and get the best player in the league mm. is the 76ers and trust the process. Do you know trust the process? Mm-hmm. Really? No, I don't know what that means. Oh my God. So trust the process was basically the GM of the 76ers, Sam Hinkie. Okay. Had this philosophy that and he called it like he was like just trust the process yeah so he had this philosophy that if they threw enough seasons and collected enough draft picks and collected enough onus Mm -hmm. to get the best player that they possibly could and get the number one draft pick eventually that they would pick up a player who would turn the franchise around and i'm way truncating the story yeah yeah yeah. that's how they built up enough collateral to pick up joel Embiid. huh and Joel Embiid now calls is, himself yeah. the process. I was just gonna I was gonna say I would definitely call myself the process. Yes, his name is the process. Interesting. Yes. And he's amazing. Wow, I I don't know. I'm not like I hear you. I hear I hear the strategy on that. It's just kinda like I don't know that I could actually like force myself to lose so much in hopes, in hopes mm-hmm. with no in guarantee. Hopes, right? With no yeah. guarantee. Cause like you never know that he that that the process is going to come along right like well, maybe it maybe he doesn't who knows you very well couldn't have and sam hinky got the axe because of because of that process yeah, yeah. because it wasn't just like oh they threw a year here they threw a year there they're the miami dolphins they're really bad they, they get the first round draft pick right yeah it wasn't like that they wow. threw multiple years he continued to say trust the process trust mm. the process he ended up getting the axe in the middle of it interesting and it came all the way full circle Joel Embiid comes around, and now they're a fantastic team. Hey, can't say it's attributed solely to Embiid, but it is such an interesting story. We could do a whole feature on it. I'm obsessed with the process, especially as an Ellen Iverson fan yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Speaking of process, how does trading actually happen? I was going to say, and 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 it's not like a free for all, right? Like there are, there are trade deadlines. There are certain windows that you can and cannot trade. Mm -hmm. There's, I believe there are different, um, salary caps. So it's not like we all know money doesn't grow on trees, although it seems like it does in professional (laughs) sports. sports. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Seems like it does. Don't know where all those zeros and ones come from, but okay, it's fine. 
But believe it or not, there are, you know, certain um, restrictions around how much can be spent, you know, on either individual players, how much, you know, what's a salary cap look like, how much can each team play or each, you know, there's even differentiation between what happens in the NFL versus the NHL. Interesting. So it's like, it does seem like money just grows on trees. And every time you turn around, you're just hearing some bonkers number. Yeah. But there are restrictions. There are restrictions and it, it, fully depends on the sport okay. that we're talking about. Okay. So league by league, sport by sport, they're different. Okay. So there are three types of, when we say salary cap, Yep. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but it's the maximum number that you're allowed to spend. And there are three types of salary caps. So there are hard salary caps. Like okay. you cannot exceed this number. Okay. And those are applicable to the NFL and the NHL. Okay. So football, hockey, they cannot exceed a certain value. And that's just hard full stop. Okay. Then there's the soft salary cap, which is for the NBA. I'm less familiar with soft salary caps. I'm told that there are ways that you can wheedle your way around your soft Mm. salary cap. That's why it's a soft one. Okay. They have a recommended value that you're not supposed to exceed, Mm -hmm. but there are ways that you can manage to get around it. And while you'll get some sort of a fine or a deficit for the previous season, if you go around it, it's not going to affect your gameplay. So it's not like the player that you pick up and you exceed your soft salary cap. It's not like, they're going to get benched for four games. Right, type right, thing. right. Or however many games. I guess this is, this is the NBA, so four games wouldn't be as important. But you get the idea. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then there's... And what about our baseball friends? Our baseball friends don't have a cap. Uh-huh. So they can spend as much money on the Yankees franchise as they want. And as, as, they, as, as they, they always do, have. As they <laughs> do. And they can, play, they can pay their players as much or as little as they choose. It's just interesting across different leagues what the different expectations are Mm. because I think for a lot of these players it also sort of dictates at least for the MLB sort of a hierarchy whereas in the NFL for example the first thing I was watching this feature doc about linemen Mm -hmm. and the first thing they would ask when a new player gets acquired or traded is oh for how much Mm -hmm. how much Mm -hmm. how much how much yeah because they're all playing on sort of a tight playing field for the most part yeah 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 that it's really important when someone gets picked up for a certain amount of money that eats away at your your salary cap well it's interesting yeah it's an interesting thing to think about because there's you know most of these teams not most of these teams these teams have like a finite number of people that they can carry on their roster at any given time and so then you've got to like allocate the right budget across all these people I mean, it's like the business part of it, you know? I mean, it's not just it's not just getting on the field or the court or whatever and playing. There's a lot of, like, business that's going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. as it relates to all the trades and the caps. It is a pretty cool thing to think about. I know that you and I deal less in numbers, but Terrible caps numbers. and all these trading 101-type terms are super important when we're going into these seasons and people are getting picked up and dropped. So I think that's it on trading. The only other thing that I myself have to figure out, and we should talk about at some point before we go into our fantasy roundup, but how to trade in fantasy, is there an etiquette for fantasy and how that works? I mean, I don't really trade anywhere except off of 
you know, picking up people on and off the waivers, but I have a trade problem in fantasy. I get like very nervous when trades get proposed to me because I like just don't, I just don't know. So have you gotten a trade proposed to you in fantasy football this season? Yes. Like, what, like what three happens? times. What ha- I, I get nervous. I don't want to give my guys up. It's like, and a lot of them have been like a two for one special. So you're probably thinking, well, okay, Michelle, you're an idiot. If you're going to get two players for one, like, why would you not do that? But it's just like, I, it, it like so I got I got offers for like Austin Eckler who ha, who's having an insane season yeah. for like two other guys but I was like that's my guy he scores like thirty points a game and I think he's I know Melvin Gordon's coming back but I don't know I just it, the trade thing is really interesting I find the leagues that I play in there's not a lot of trades proposed I think you would probably ask other people or I'd be interested to hear from other people like how much people trade you yeah. know in their leagues what's but, your trading etiquette how do we do it if deals are proposed to us. How do we handle them? It's actually really funny. We do a lot of like you get the official, you know, thing via whatever uh, platform you're using <laughs> for uh, fantasy football. And then like there's always that follow up text. Yeah. You get like the hey, Yahoo hey, Sports hey, notification oh, and no, no, then no. the text. Then, yeah. Then you get the text. Hey, did you see my trade? It's like, yes, I saw your trade. Don't text me. Yes, I saw Don't the trade. Don't pressure me. Don't, Don't pressure, pressure me. me. I got it. I'm I know. not ready to trade yet. I know. I'm sitting on these trades. I'm usually like really quick that it like pops up and I'm like decline. And they're like, did you see my trade? I'm like declined it already. Yeah. They're like, are you even going to think about it? I'm like, I I can't. No, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to think about it. You know, sometimes if your guys are doing their job, you might as well just stick with them. I know. But those two for one sometimes are like really hard. You're like, I really should do this. Right. Numbers. Speaking of numbers, I get it. Two's bigger than one. But (laughs) you know, when Eckler's scoring 30 points a week, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you there, but I would be curious what other people have to say about their trading etiquette and the do's and don'ts of fantasy trading. Same. I, my, I would say my etiquette is stop sending that text. Like yeah. let, let it breathe for just, a minute. Just let me think about it. Just let me breathe. God, just let me be me. I just want to think about it. <laughs> okay. That's all on trading. Thanks for giving us all that, uh, that trade info. You are so welcome. You know what? We're bringing back Stardom Sidham. I love Stardom Sidham. Uh, people in the streets, I'm lying, not in the streets, just my friends, have been <laughs> telling me that they love the Stardom Sidham situation that we have going on. I think you're doing it. So I think job. we should just keep doing it. It's a little tricky to do it like early in the week. So like, you know, these are some bold early predictions just based on what happened over the weekend, mm-hmm. injuries, updates, blah, blah, blah. Plenty of stuff's going to change throughout the week. But like, this is your early sneak peek into Stardom Sidham. I'm opening my app as we speak. So yeah, we did this last week. We're going to do it again this week. We're going to keep it rolling. It's fun. It's, this is honestly Stardom Sidham is like my favorite part of fantasy football. I can't wait to get into week five. Right let's now. let's definitely get into week five because this is where the wrenches start being thrown. Right? Yeah. So actually, let's take a look at this. So uh, there were some buys that started last week. Um, I believe the Jets were on buy last week. The 49ers were on buy last week. This is really just a PSA that you need to remember that people start going on buy. I remembered the hard way. This is when you start getting forced into corners. Uh-oh. So. When you... Nobody puts Kate in a corner. No one puts Kate in a corner because I came out with a 139-point <laughs> win. So definitely I won't, definitely I won't don't be put Kate in a corner. No, I won't be put in a corner. But I will say that I had Matt Breda and Jimmy Garoppolo. They were on by last week. 
both on by last week, had to sit both of them last week. Right. Did have backups for each of them, though. Well, good thing you did, because if you didn't, and you didn't make any moves earlier in the week, you probably had pretty slim pickings on the waiver wire. Well, I had some some good intel that Aaron Rodgers would be good last week. Okay. Given Philly has been wavering more than I thought they would be Fair. in the first couple weeks of Fair. the season. And also Frank Gore as a backup for Matt Breda. And oh, okay. he had a pretty good week with 13 points. There you go. Look, and it's you're, it's good. Thankfully, you were okay. But it is bi-week season. It's bi-weeks are starting or started last week, and now we're going into week five, and we have to be wary. I just want to make sure people remember that teams go on by. Thank so you for the reminder. Check your rosters. If there's big fat zero next to your guy's name, <laughs> probably means he's on by or he's on IR, in which case you really should drop that person. But please be on alert. The other thing to just continually stay alert about who's getting injured and who more importantly is coming off of their injuries. Very important things. Because week four through six are usually the people in the start of the season who have small injuries who are coming off of those. I know Drew Brees said he would be out for the first six weeks of the season. So we're getting there. Keep watch an, your watch your big picks and see if they're coming back. I can't believe we're already talking about week five of football already. I don't even understand it where time going. It goes too fast. I don't even want to think about it. Got to be honest. So let's see here. Start them, sit them. Uh, I'm going to go back to what I said last week, and I'm going to say it again. Start anyone versus Miami. <laughs> I feel so bad for I'm those sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Like I feel bad that I keep beating up on them, but it's just like, you know what? I, there's nothing more to say. That, sorry, it is what it is. Start people against... Start anyone you have playing against Miami. Do you know who Miami is playing? That's who I'm, I'm looking at right now. Let's see. I have no one on my roster right now who's playing Miami, but it's important that I figure that out. Dun, 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 oh my God! Wait a second! I'm totally gonna t- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna punch myself in the face in a second. I Are they on by? <laughs> oh, the plot oh, thickens. The plot thickens. <laughs> no, they are not on by right now. The plot thickens. Are they really? Is this I'm their bye week? I'm just week five? using this in. Uh... Oh my God! Week five bye week. That's incredible. Th- see, this is why we have to talk about these things. That's why we. Okay. So Let's be don't honest. Play That's why we have this podcast. Sti- okay, uh, here's the thing, though. I still am going to stick by my statement of still play anyone against Miami. Yes. But wait till next week, week six. Okay, so now so everyone's good. back on the table. So right. who are the other teams and players that we should start sit? All right, so I think you should take a look at Golden Tate. Golden Tate uh, was on the Seattle Seahawks last year. He is now on the Giants. He's just coming back from being on suspension. And with that news, the um, Giants also opened up. Uh, sorry, they they just released two other wide receivers. Mm. So just just some things to keep in mind. Like, you never know. I, I'm not saying that he's going to be great. I don't really know. But we've seen the Giants definitely pick up some steam since um, sitting Eli. And so now that you've got yeah. Golden Tate back and a couple other wide receivers that they're dropping from the roster, that would lead me to believe that they're going to try to play him or, you know, play the game towards him. Well, listen, so he's been in the league for 10 NFL seasons. I went right to the waiver wire in both my leagues when I started reading about that. And unfortunately he was already picked up, but he's, he's been solid when I, when he was on the lions, I remember him being a hot pickup a couple years ago exactly. so keep, I could see it happening again with the Giants for sure keep an eye on him um this is a this is a standard you know note to self but just a reminder if you haven't dropped Antonio Brown just do it 
Bye. Has anyone not dropped? I don't know. I think there's like this weird thing where like you think you hold on because maybe. Well, sometimes you just hold on. I mean, look, this is like he's incredible. Yeah. So you just never know. This was this was my Le'Veon Bell, you know, Mm. conundrum I had last year. It was like oh, well, he's holding out, but, like, he'll definitely play, right? This is me in my head. Yes. He'll, he'll definitely play. Like, of course, they'll figure it out. They'll settle it up. Hold on to him. People wanted to trade. I, I could have dropped it. No. What did I do? I held on to him all freaking season. He didn't even play. Mm, so I'm is- just saying, this is just, like, that was the mental issue that I had last year of, like, no, nah, it'll t- he'll, he'll come around. Well, listen, speaking of people to drop, I can speak to this next one here. Oh, please. Who is Nelson Aguilar. You know, two weeks ago, it was a great fucking play because two of the wide receivers on the Eagles were out. He he, he had a great game. He He had a great game. He flubbed a couple, but he still had a great game. And I was still riding on that, even though Alshon Jeffrey was back. Yeah. Deshaun uh, Deshaun Jackson wasn't. So I was like, okay, okay. Like, he was getting a lot of targets. I was, I rode, I rode the Algalore wave again. No. He got zero. Goose egg. Goose. Goose egg. Did you put him in? Yes. Wait. Oh, in your other league. In my other league, a I, goose I egg. In our, le- our league, and it was a Thursday night game too. So I like Wolf. came out not hot. I came out ice cold with yeah. that play. Yeah, and that was against the Packers too. So I'm gonna say sit them if you have them. I'm also <sighs> gonna say potentially drop them and sit like now with um, Alshon back mm-hmm. uh, and and Deshaun coming Deshaun, back. Yeah. Like it just last week he could have carried through and kept it going, but he didn't, which is a sign. Um, so I would say sit him. Okay, appreciate that. I wish I told everybody to do that last week, myself included. And you, <laughs> apparently. And Damn me it. too. Well, I have Geronimo Allison sitting on my bench who Ooh. who actually, like, he is not great for non-PPR, but he had, like, 10 or 11 points this week. There you go. Not that I needed them, but it would have been a really <laughs> oh, nice flex we're, for 150 we're a little, points. Speaking of flex, we're a little big for our britches, aren't we now? We sure are, and I'm going to flaunt that all episode. You keep doing that. Just remember that I beat you when it came head-to-head. <laughs> okay, uh, okay another, another – let's let's talk about um, Gardner Menchu. We've talked about him in a few different I episodes. Like I mean – The mustache that launched a thousand ships. I, that is that's a new phrase i haven't really heard that one really? but i'm into but i'm into it like yeah the is helen that of troy reference yeah when mm. helen of troy had a thousand ships launched for her because of her beautiful face oh and i'm just anyway just mute wow. my just mute my microphone wow <laughs> okay kate just veered f- very far off sports course but that's fine okay so, so we're talking about gardner Minshew. though we are talking about gardner Minshew, and like people love his mustache that's all i'm saying okay there we go that's why that's okay well guess what he's been doing pretty freaking good so I'm going to say get him in. Start playing him a little more. I like. How, what points has he been putting up? Like what? Let's take a look. I know that people are all about him right now for a very good reason. Because he's. So last week he went 19 of 33, 213 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. That's. You know what I was hearing? Actually? Zero interceptions. That's I, pretty damn good. Yeah. He actually, he started his his first career start he had six interceptions following week four following week two and then this past week he had zero something like that it was either six three zero or six four two zero so each week he's been halving his number of interceptions which is really strong it's a good sign it's a great sign i mean he's close to a thousand passing yards already so i mean i i can handle himself in the pocket like he has some decent i mean he's been running the ball a little bit like he the guy can move 
He looks good. He looks good. He looks fresh. He looks like he's having his first season in the NFL. Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. Pick him up, play him. And actually, as I'm I'm looking at some of this stuff, we've talked a little bit about the tight end world has been sort of like yeah, really boomer bust. Might be worth looking at the tight end on um, the Jags, James O'Shaughnessy. What a great little Irish name you got there, sir. I thought about picking him up this week, too. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Lie. I mean, if, if Gardner's going to keep kind of like doing what he's doing um, and throwing the ball around a bunch, like it's, you know, that's that's what becomes tricky with the tight end is like you obviously need a team that's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, keep, keep a watch on him. Yeah, and – Tight ends in general this season have been hard to come by, and I think we talked about this last episode. So, so yeah, so tight end slim pickings, uh, you know, Menchu's throwing the ball, so might be lo- might be worth checking out if uh, James O'Shaughnessy is available in your league this week, or just just really anyone who's back on the up and up. Well, so. speaking of back <laughs> on the up and up, I eat my words of saying last week like. Jimmy Graham is is not necessarily worth playing and keeping in your league, um, but I was proven wrong, and he did quite well. How did he do last week? Um, he had about well, in, depending on your league, you know, he had about nineteen points, scored a touchdown, sixty one oh, yards. Shoot. So he's been all over the place, right? So I'm not like totally wrong, but I'm eating my words as it relates to last week. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily eating my words on Jimmy Graham like forever because the first week he had thirty yards and a touchdown. Then he was basically blanked the next two weeks. And then he picked up last week, as I said, with 61 yards and a touchdown. So I don't fully eat my words about Jimmy Graham. I'm just saying in relation to last week, I kind of thought definitely not. Um, And he did fairly well. So you know what? I'm rolling the dice this week. I'm going to pick him up and try and play him. Are you against the Cowboys? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That makes me nervous, but I like that you have faith. I have to now. Like I gotta at least see what happens. But so, like I said, I half eat my words, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he brought in six of nine targets last week. We'll see so what happens. We'll see keep, what happens. If they keep giving him looks, go pack, go. Exactly. Go pack, go. Who else are you looking at? Uh, one other person to like kind of keep your eye on, and I'm just gonna look him up a little while we're talking is. <laughs> Jay Ajayi, so... Oh, I can't forget that name because... He's definitely burned me in past years. Me too, and I can't... we can bond over this. I I don't even know what team he's on right now. I think I had him when he was on the... Maybe he was on the Dolphins before that, something like that. He was on the Dolphins. When the Dolphins were decent, and I don't even know where he is now because I can't even look at his name on my screen oh it's that bad it's that bad he's burned me so many times in the past where i picked him up like middle of the road maybe my like fifth sixth pick thinking he's gonna be like a solid round out of maybe like my flex or something i have definitely gotten burned from him in years past he was a former dolphins running back as you said as well as the eagles um, he is now fully recovered from ACL surgery. Mm. So he's an unsigned free agent. He's not on a team. So I'm not telling, oh. I'm not saying start him because he's not on a team. I'm just saying, pick him, pick, pick him, him up, up. read, keep, just, just pay attention. You never know. But he's, um, he's ready for full game action. He's recovered from his surgery. Um, it, you know, love to hear it. People look, he, 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 he's let me down, but it doesn't mean that he's, is bad overall. Um, so keep your ear to the ground on that one and, uh, we'll see where he ends up getting picked up and he might be worth a little ad somewhere. I hope that he doesn't burn any of you. 
I really Same. hope so. I think he's probably due. There are the okay. So I was really high on him when he was on the Dolphins. I I was too. Obviously, no one can trust the Dolphins <laughs> this season or beyond. But Poor there are those players. Like I have my cringe players. Zach Ertz can't pick him up. Really makes me nervous because he fucked me a few seasons ago. Eric Ebron, same thing. Mm. I guess it's a tight end thing. Who knows? But I've just had really bad luck with them before. Jay is the same deal. Maybe you guys have your own cringeworthy. I don't know, Michelle, if you have your cringeworthy names when he's, they pop he's, up in your he's roster. He's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah. But either way, he's fully recovered. You have to shake off those scary Shake it off from Let's previous see, seasons. And he's going to start fresh somewhere, so you never know. Okay. You I, never know. I'm going to lean on you for that one. All right, here's my last thing for Stardom Sidham. Yes, please. What defense are you streaming this week? I love this. This gets me so excited. I literally picked one. I did this last night during the Monday night game. I was like, alert, alert. I need to drop my defense. Who am I picking up for this week? I know. And we have some social media alerts for people who forget to stream their defense. We are putting out alerts on our social channel. So Tuesday morning. So you can be in our brains. Yeah, exactly. So you remember to do all these things. So follow us on socials at the Draft Queens on Instagram. But we're posting this stuff all the time because you can stream a defense the night after Monday Night Football to pick somebody up. Exactly. It's, exactly. So, my, yeah, my defense had played on Sunday. That game is over. I was like, uh-oh, time. It's time. <laughs> I got to pick up a new D. I'm streaming Buffalo's D this week. So they've had some pretty yes. solid weeks. They're 3-1. and one. Um, They haven't really let up a ton of points, obviously, why I'm picking up the D. They've had, let's see, it looks like close to like seven sacks, a handful of interceptions, some fumble recoveries. They ha- their defense hasn't scored a touchdown yet, but like, I'm fingers crossed. Maybe this is the week. I like where your head's at. It's against your Titans, though. Well, we, just... a- we actually looked decent this week against the Falcons. Yeah. That being said, the Falcons in general are faltering. I know that Matt Ryan is always uh, a force to be reckoned with. But he's, he's, he's okay. Bo- he feels like a boomer bust to me. He is a boomer I bust. I feel like, like I, I wouldn't say that I think he's like always consistent one way or another, but I think he, I think he's boomer bust and he's, I mean, Lord knows he's got plenty of targets to, to play through. So, well, we're going to find out. Props to your Titans, though. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we're going to find out again this week because I would say, and maybe this is another stream, but I learned last week when I picked up the Texans that the Texans, as usual, have a pretty tight defense, as they normally do most seasons. And they did really well last week. I mean, 17 is a a decent number for a defense. So I would go ahead and say maybe stream the Texans this week. They have the Falcons coming up. They're in the same division as the Titans coming off of week four. Titans had a great game against the Falcons mm-hmm. and it's basically just a plussed up defense when you go with the Texans playing playing the Falcons so right. I think it's kind of a no-brainer if they're still available I think the Texans have been hit or miss up until this point but I think week five is the time to stream them if you haven't already there's our streaming D's for the week then so is there anything else that we get to talk about I think that's all we have for today oh my god it goes so fast they grow up so fast they grow up so fast I think and you know what we're gonna make it grow up even faster because as Kate said at the beginning of the episode yeah we're gonna drop this on Thursday you are listening on a Thursday Thursday morning so ideally you've now got 24 more hours that you can 
not have to wait for us. You That's just, you know, what we're thinking whether you're commuting on a Thursday morning, Thursday night, and now you still have Friday morning and Friday night. So we figured we would get it to you guys before the Thursday night football games happen. So you can get your fantasy lineups in line. So you know the headlines of the week. So you know what trading means. Exactly. So you know who has a salary cap. You get your cap. trades in if you're trying to trade before Thursday starts or before Sunday starts. You there can you get go. those trades in. Exactly. So, so we're going to try something new. Hopefully, hopefully you all enjoy this coming out on Thursday. And uh, I know we always talk about our social media, which we'll shout out in a minute. But... Kate, I think there's some exciting news that, you know, we're available on some more podcast platforms. We are available on a lot of podcast platforms now. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as of last week. It's so important. And I'm learning these things because we're brand new podcast hosts. We've never had a podcast before in this kind of a situation. We've never hosted a sports show And it's really important, as it turns out, to rate the show on Apple Podcasts, but also to leave a comment. We love comments. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to try and, like, run us through the mud in the comments, like, not cool. Just go spend your time doing something else. But if you've made it this far on the podcast, like, we hope you like it. And if you could write about us, it would just be the best. 100%. Yeah. So you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us. Comment, please. And then you can also find us across a number of different platforms, uh, Stitcher and Breaker and wherever, truly wherever you get your podcasts, you can find Draft Queens if you just search in the search tool. So go look for us. And if you haven't already and you know we love comments, go check us out on Instagram at the Draft Queens or send us a little tweet on Twitter. We're at the underscore Draft Queens. Yes, you can reach us at both. And guys, we'll see you at 8 a.m. on Thursday. We're here now. Have a great, great weekend. And we're rooting for you all in your fantasy and all of your football teams. All of your endeavors. Tighten up, baby. Want you to see all of the